under no circumstances should you be going back into that area. Yeah. You, especially like not in Jamaica, Costa Rica, like any of that Caribbean area. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you are one pregnant and so at risk of getting Zika, like that is not a good idea. Yeah. Where did that go? Why? How are the Zika babies? I forgot about the Zika babies. How? I forgot that was a thing. That was a huge thing. Yeah. It was a really big thing. And then where are they? Are they okay? Are they good? You, you good? good? <laughs> Joshua Hansen just liked your video on TikTok. Who's that? Don't know. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, Josh. Joshua. Doing the Lord's work. Joshua. Well, I am not ready. On Friends, when mm. Rachel dates mm-hmm. the younger boy. Mm-hmm. Josh, or not, he's not younger, but no. the client. Yeah. His name is Josh. Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. I put, <gasps> I put my Kansas sister girl on my two It's cute. Not all the way on. There you go. I'm working on it. She's working on it. Okay. That's cute. Where did you get that? It's from that pack that I got you. In your stocking? In, in your stocking. I have a sticker? Well, it's a sticker pack. It's a sticker pack? Uh, it's a sticker pack of Libra stickers. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Are there They're seeds not in it? waterproof. <laughs> they are very thin. They're the very flowery. Yes. The flowery one? Yes, the flower thing. There's seeds in it, too. There's also oh, seeds. Oh, I thought it was just seeds. It's no. like a whole situation. It's a whole thing. Oh, I need to open it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So I have one that says... Um, cancer i have one that says where there are flowers i am happy cute um i have this one that says that's your flower cancer white rose white rose protective self-reliant curious and compassionate oh cute that's accurate curious and then i'm gonna go open mine after this this one white rose another white rose white rose cancer number one Follow the sun. Uh, legend has it that all white roses were, or all roses were white until Aphrodite pricked herself and her blood trickled down on the roses. Today, the white rose symbolizes young love and the foundation of a relationship. Oh. So riches. Well, I'm so excited now. I mean, I was excited before, but now I'm extra excited. Extra excited. Yeah. But yeah. Alexa, pod lights dark green. Yeah. Ooh, that's what's up. I was like, why do I look so washed out? It's because of the blue. Maybe we should have done like dark purple. I feel Ooh. like, and I was saying this last night, that if you put dark in front of whatever you color you want, I feel like it registers better. Pops better. But I do love the green. I just, purple and me are not friends. I'm too cold toned. I looked like a corpse. I look like a corpse when there's purple light. I want to dye my hair purple. I you think really you should. should. It feels like a really big commitment. Though. It feels like a huge commitment. As someone who had vibrant hair for two years, how was that? Was only two years normal? Going back to normal. So I did also have the uh, privilege of working for a hair salon at the yeah. time when I had vibrant hair, vivid yeah. hair, as it's called in the the uh, vivid, vivid the biz in the biz. Um, 
so I had someone who was always upkeeping my roots <laughs> mm. because you have to do them. I mean, especially every you have dark couple hair, of weeks. So it's like every three to six weeks. Yeah. It's too much work. It's a lot of work. Maybe I'm just going to find Maybe like a really like nice a, wig. Or yeah, you could do, you could just do a, um, a brighter balayage Ooh. and then just do like an ombre or like a, a purple balayage. Maybe multiple people. I saw multiple people after I had done that filter mm-hmm. and they were like, wasn't your hair purple a couple days ago? I was like, <laughs> that filter did look very real. I know. It was a pretty good Not one. so much right around my widow's peak. Yeah. But if I hit it a little bit. Yeah, you I only had tell. vibrant hair. I had I had a vibrant underside. And then I'd be more committed to that. Yes. Just that doing was like a the lot bottom half upkeep and I felt like I could switch the colors up a little bit more more often. Do you feel like that's in still? I mean, who I cares? Like yeah, I was gonna say, who cares? you do you. I'm so sick of the don't part your hair on the side. Don't wear skinny jeans. Yeah, low rise jeans are back in. You know what? You no. cannot catch me in a low rise jean ever again. I, no, Can't catch not. me. In it. I didn't do it the first time around. No, you don't need <laughs> access to this fupa. OK. <laughs> and if you True. wear a low rise jean, that's what you're going to get access to. Yeah. The premium Ooh. subscription. Hey, how's your book club going? Thank you so much for asking. You are welcome. <laughs> I'm loving reading these days. Ugh. Um, I please hold. Can't grab it. That's Flew that through this ballad of songbirds and snakes. I by Suzanne Collins got the the book was delivered on December first. Was a pod weekend, so I didn't get to start it right away, and I was done by the seventeenth, I think. Wow. So, Dang. I think I probably two weeks, mm-hmm. which that's pretty for someone good. who's not an avid reader to get yeah. through five hundred and yeah, I'm coming for you for your for your bag. Five hundred and seventeen pages. I so I'm seventy percent through that guy. 75 and we were saying last night it is not what we expected at all no i'm halfway through i'm listening to it so i'm in a a different medium i love that we all read it differently we did yeah Mm -hmm. put us together it makes a full holy trinity uh let me see what percentage i'm at i am at where do you see what percentage you're at on it i don't know i don't know you could just look at the bar Mm-hmm. And guesstimate. I don't think an audible gives you a percentage. I have four hours left. Yeah, but that's four hours at almost two times speed. Yeah, so really, I have eight hours of the book left. Dang. My brain would not comprehend that. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's too fast for so me. So good. Yeah. And do one point two. Do yeah. one point seven. <laughs> that's depending crazy. on the book. Depending on the book. Yeah. If they're a faster uh, reader. Like the the voice actor, yeah. Then sometimes I can only do like a one point two to one point five, yeah. But this one he's slow, so you know. I'm enjoying reading and on my new Kindle too. I'm reading the second book in the um, V. E. Schwab series, the The Gathering of Shadows. And with Kindle, I like pulled the book out because Mm -hmm. Bailey, I had only bought the first one Mm -hmm. and Bailey brought book number two. And I was like, it's on Kindle Unlimited so I can read it for free with that subscription. But I got like a free. Didn't you get like six months free when you get a new Kindle? Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Three or six months or something. But I feel like 
Because at first I was like, oh, there's not going to be anything good. It's going to be like all the random like. They actually get some good stuff on there. Yeah. And so I I was just like kind of browsing around on the Kindle. And I was like, I'm just going to go look on my computer and like see what I can find. And I saw these were on there. And I was like. We're off to a great I'm start for it. So yeah, I'm like 40 some odd percent of the way through. I'm stuck in this chapter because I've been so busy. I haven't been able to yeah. finish it. But. Yeah. Uh, are you liking it as much more or less than the first book of that series? I think more. Ooh. What, did you like book two more? Than- I did like book two more eventually yeah. by the end of it. Because you get to know the characters on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. They become more of like your family, like literary family. And book one, I don't want to spoil too much because Halsey. I'm only on the second chapter. Yeah, Yeah, you're just starting. So with book one, I feel like they did. She did a pretty good job at. Staying in one place. Mm -hmm. And this like every chapter, it's like now you're back over here mm-hmm. and now you're so it's like a lot of jumping mm-hmm. back and forth but she's trained you from book one yeah mm-hmm. to have enough sense of the characters to yeah. be able to jump around more more yeah. with them and to recognize by the language of like yes. which london you're in or whatever yeah right? yeah so which they, scenario i do like his jacket yes <laughs> the jacket oh, yeah. is really his cool the jacket's jacket. very cool yeah. I want a jacket like that, right? Magic For those not jacket. reading this book, his jacket, um, he can like flip it different ways and then it's suddenly a different jacket. Inside out and outside yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got different pockets and yeah. things hidden different in, in the different in, jackets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of can portray different people while he's in them. It's like yeah. his camouflage. Yeah. That's very interesting. And perfect for when he's going from London to London right. to like yes. match their culture a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Blendin. Interesting. How yeah. exciting. Yeah. I'm so proud so, of you. I know. Me too. I'm also listening to a new book, a mm-hmm. Stephen King called Fantasy. Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale. Yes. We I talked just about started it. that one. Yeah. It's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one you told me I would probably like. Yes. It was yeah. the only Stephen King book that I was like, oh, I'm into this. Yeah. So yeah. Book Club is going good. And mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like maybe because I watched so much TV mm. so fast mm. that I'm like, okay, let me take on another medium for a little bit. And I'm <laughs> watching a little less TV and <laughs> reading a lot more. Same. The so. Bravo binging has definitely gone down. Yeah. Because I got all, the, I'm up to date on low deck med. Mm-hmm. So now I only have one episode a week instead of like 100. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then we're the only reality show that I'm really into right now is Paris and Love. We can talk about that later, maybe. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her. And we have a lot in common. It's kind of weird. But yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, I'm reading the ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Did I say it right? Oh, I did. That's the first time that I said that right. I know. I always say the title wrong. <laughs> like the Songbirds book. Yeah, yeah that I one. just go the ballads. The ballads. I it's just reminding me how freaking good of a writer Suzanne Collins yes. is. Yeah. Yeah. She's phenomenal. Her world building is just on point. So good. She just makes things make sense and yeah. she does this fantastic job at weaving past her yes. books past mm-hmm. into her writing. Mm-hmm. Oh my man. And just setting it up for things that her readers already know. Cause they've read yeah. the hunger games. Like when yeah. they're talking about the mocking Jay stuff, when that comes yep. into play, yeah. I'm like, yeah. God, or she keeps referencing things of, um, district 12. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the main, what's her yeah. name? Um, She'll start to reference District Lucy 13 Gray. a little bit, Lucy too. Lucy Gray, yeah, keeps saying, like, phrases. Yes. That are only really phrases in District 12. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but we know those phrases. Yeah. Right. Because we've already been in this world. so different in the Second Rebellion. But, but yeah. it's almost, it's very reminiscent of J.K. Rowling, yeah. She Who Must Not Be Maimed. Um, <laughs> how she wrote the last chapter of the last book before she wrote the first book mm-hmm. really? of Harry Potter. Yeah. So could... she knew the whole time that she was writing the, the next seven books, yeah. how she wanted it to truly end and how it would all wrap up into each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of smart though. So you know smart. where you're going. Yes. So how, how are we, we going to get there? Yeah. Suzanne does very similar things and just does them really but well. Just better. <laughs> yeah. But I love that. Her world building is so, like, approachable mm-hmm. in, in the way of, like, she makes you feel like you already know these things. Yeah. Like, even if this was the first one I had read and I hadn't read The Hunger Games, I still feel like... Oh, I you would have been, been fine. Right in the world, yeah. I would have felt like... Yeah, I didn't need really any context of the future mm-hmm. of Game. that world yeah. and the future games. Yeah. But it is very interesting. There's this line in Kindle. Have you noticed that people highlight the same things and it yeah. tells you how many people have highlighted it? I love that aspect because it makes it like mm-hmm. social reading. It's so fun. Yeah. But one of the things, this won't ruin anything mm-hmm. because it's more of a jab at the next Hunger Games about like mm-hmm. the future of President Snow. Mm-hmm. And the line was, and that was the first time that Coriolanus would want to get rid of a Mockingjay or something like that mm-hmm. where it was hinting back to the fact that he wanted to eradicate them in the Hunger Games and he mm-hmm. knew that they would work against him. This was mm-hmm. the first one to come into his path yeah. and it wouldn't be the last. Yeah. It was good. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah, a book club. I'm about halfway into it and really enjoying listening. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. Um, you know what I wouldn't enjoy? Mm. A nine month cruise. No. Let me get into it. <laughs> oh, we gonna get into we gonna it. We gonna get into it. I'm going in blind. I've okay. done as much as I can to shield myself from mm-hmm. this. So tell me. So Royal Caribbean Launch. is sending 700 people? 750? So. Yes and no. <laughs> Caveat. So currently on. So the ship, there's 1,500 people. With crew. Seven, no. Oh. Yes. It doesn't matter. Either. No, no, no. 1,500 just passengers, not with crew. 700 of those are people who are signed up for the full nine months. Mm-hmm. The rest are people who are only doing this first leg. Mm-hmm. Because you could sign up for legs of the trip. You didn't have to do the full nine months. And it is... I need the... The nine month cruise real world docuseries now. Why isn't there? Why wouldn't you put cameras on that boat? I I don't know. Liability. I don't know. I did see uh, uh, that question of like, why are we not filming this? Why isn't Bravo all over this? Right? Well, they'll buy up all the 
Netflix or someone will buy up all the footage from people. It's become this massive social experiment and yeah. we're all watching. There's whole content creators who have now switched the content creation that they were telling the news of mm-hmm. to be C reporters instead to like yeah. only watch all of the content coming mm-hmm. out of the nine month cruise so that they can report it back to TikTok as if they are our news reporters yeah. of the nine month cruise. Well, someone's got to. I gotta mean, know. No one has stood up. So no. reporters yeah. have stood up. It's hilarious yeah. to me. So they set sail on December 10th. They will be back in September of 2024. Um, they are going to 60 plus countries, every continent. All um, the wonders of the world. Ele- uh, most of the wonders of the most world. Of them. You can buy different packages on which yeah. ones you could go to. Um, they are going to Antarctica, but it is only going to be a like a cruise around right antarctica they're not you getting out or get off right um you're not allowed it's yeah. illegal too cold <laughs> too cold the penguins, too many penguins. Yeah. <laughs> crazy and they've already cool, had though. they already had to skip a day crazy. yes they've had so the first covid case was a uh crew member mm. and they were really quick about getting them quarantined that they were separated yeah um because they didn't want an, an outbreak uh, and so far, they've avoided, from what we know, right? Yeah, us what they're letting us. <laughs> what we know is, is that there hasn't been a full outbreak. Um, we've, we're hearing that the food is meh. It's cruise food. But not that it's even just cruise food, because usually cruise food is like I feel like cruise decent. food would be pretty good. I've um, only heard mediocre things about cruise food. Like all-inclusive yes. resorts. The one we stayed at, the food was Bomb. But like you can yeah. stay at a bad one really easily. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I guess so. There are some all inclusives where corners. exactly yeah. or it's like microwaved crap, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw some pictures of what they're calling pizza. Not pizza. No, not pizza. Mm-hmm. Um there's children. There's 20 children on there. People are yes. working and all the kids are doing homeschool while they're there. Yes. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. I want to talk about the conspiracies. So, first of all. When did you see an advertisement for a nine-month cruise with Never. Royal Caribbean? Never. 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 So how in the actual hell? We're not in the right tax bracket. <laughs> Clearly. But I'm seeing yeah. some of the people that are on there and some of the families that are on there. And I'm like, I don't think they're in that tax bracket. That's well, crazy. Yeah. I The main girl who I saw first was Angie. So Angie's on there because both of her parents died. Right. And she got life insurance from both of them. And mm. she also is like predisposed to a bunch of different cancers. She has the BRCA gene. Yeah, she has the BRCA gene, which is where you're like more likely to get breast or um, uterine cancer. Uterine oh. cancer, and she's in her 30s. I think she's 35. Yeah, and, and she's have she already had a double mastectomy. Yeah, because oh. you have to have a hysterectomy and a double mastectomy to be able to have that much more percentage of not getting it. Yeah. So oh. when she gets back from the nine month, this is her like gift to herself for the mm-hmm. mastectomy, and then when she gets back, she's having a full hysterectomy at 35. Oh. Isn't oh. that crazy? Yeah. But her brother and his wife and their kids are on the cruise with her. Right. I don't know if they're doing the full nine months. I think they might only be there for the first leg, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. But she's always want she loves traveling, has always wanted to see the world. Both of her parents died at 65 and she's 35. So she's at this point, she's like, I'm at halfway of my life expectancy. Time to start living Make life. the most living. of it. She yeah. works in social media so she can work from she anyway. she was she's a social media manager. She oh. did does what Bailey did, but she does it all freelance. Um, so she is she working kind of when she wants to, basically, yeah. while she's on the cruise. 
and um, her he? friend is watching her house and her very cute pug. I know so much about this woman's yeah. life. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. There's these distinct people that have come yeah. out of the top of all mm-hmm. of the people that are on there that are now our cruise content creators. Yes. That's their whole existence. Mm-hmm. And they are exploding in popularity right. and followership. That Angie's up to like a hundred thousand something yeah. followers My in just the last couple is weeks. Brandy. So Brandy I found because of she had posted a TikTok of um because she's a black woman. And had been asked already. She posted a TikTok where she's like, if one more person asks me if I'm a crew member, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. So because up. people keep asking if she works for the crew. or Where to find another things. crew member. Do we work all, together? How big the show yes, is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they have a pharmacy and a um, library. You would have to. Yeah. So it is only an emergency pharmacy. Um, they were recommended to try to get nine months supplies. Um, there is one couple who I followed who I think either they, they like worked in pharmacy tech. So they were able to get hmm. nine months supplies of their medications. Yeah. Um, but like Angie said, she's just going to have to pick up more um, when they dock in L.A. Because mm. that is one of the the places they'll stop um for a few days to restock the ship and, yeah. and do all that before they go on the next that's like but yeah so they started in miami um and so for brandy the questions about whether she was staff started at the gala the night before they even got on the ship people were already asking oh her if she was a crew member yeah um, and then, so she's on it with a bunch of her family mm-hmm. and they've all been asked multiple times how they even afforded the trip. Um, if they were crew, like all these things, yeah. which is awful. Yeah. Um, racism. Race. So fun. Well, then you think about it like, okay, who goes on cruises? <laughs> Old white people. So not shocking. Which isn't even true anymore. Like. Yeah. The percentage of people, it's a very diverse yes, group yeah. of people who are cruisers now. Yes. It's not just white people. Yeah. Can't the catch other, me on a boat. The mm. other, like, quote unquote drama that's been going on is, and they're finally figuring out that it's not drama. People are just stupid. Um, so most companies have rewards programs. Mm-hmm especially cruises yeah they, so with royal caribbean they have a tier system so depending on how many nights you've stayed just like any hotel chain mm-hmm. anything like that depending on how many nights you've been on a cruise you rank up you get a certain amount of points mm-hmm. yeah so th- people are complaining that these higher tier members are quote being treated better it's like that's how tier memberships work yeah they're loyal they're customers who-, <laughs> who have been on hundreds of nights of cruises yeah they're gonna get perks like that's yeah. any reward system but people don't understand that that's how these things work well so I, they're like there's already a class classism system, oh my a class gosh. system on the ship and it's like no they've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> they've literally cruises. paid for where they're sitting yes. so it's just that's crazy it's an experiment yeah asking to be documented and yeah. boy am i gonna watch there's oh, like bingo cards on tiktok now yeah. about of what's happened of what's already happened like, and what's gonna happen will someone die 
Someone First already left. Pregnant. Someone already left. Someone, Someone left. hurt his back and he already left with two weeks in. He yeah. paid oh all that gosh. money and then just said, no, nah, I'm not into it and left. Yeah. Would they give him any sort of refund? I don't know. He would That's have crazy. To, I mean, maybe if he had paid for some kind of like travels insurance. Yeah. Or Warranty. Like that, I. Or if my, you get off within 90 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you cave. My FYP has too much of the North Sea footage for me to trust a cruise right now. So. Word. Yeah. Well, they haven't hit the North Sea yet, but. Hopefully they won't. Hopefully they won't. it looks terrifying. It is scary. Um, but they've been in mostly in like the Caribbean or South America. They went to Barbados. But they keep having weather. They had to cancel a whole day that they were supposed to go out Aww. on land. And they well, had just to, they had to just yeah. go around. But that's the thing. That's what yeah. I would not want to be a part of. That my trip is dependent on the ocean. And if the ocean wants to play around today. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. And she's you. feisty. So she, real feisty, she is feisty. The orcas are coming for you. I'm more interested in like the affairs that are absolutely oh, going to happen. Yes. Oh, boy. With My that many people. was, okay, it's nine months long. Say so you get on and pregnant. you get pregnant in the first week. Cruise baby. There will be, that's on the bingo card. A cruise baby is yes, on the so bingo guess. card. So here's the thing. It's like they do have a full like medical facility. They, I mean, all cruise ships have morgues, if you don't know that. Fun fact. All <laughs> now you do. All cruise have morgues. Um, don't got that in the hotel. The so oh the other like tea drama thing is no one will talk about how much they've paid. So the one who started it that people are like, why is she not saying it? Is Angie mm-hmm. who I really like, but a bunch of people don't like her because she won't say how much how much she paid to be on the cruise, and it's she's like you can see the room that I'm on. It is very quick Google to search how much I paid for it. I don't really feel like I need to get yeah. into the money. But wasn't that a thing that, that you can't really find how much it is? And that's the other conspiracy is one, we've never seen an advertisement for I this mean, cruise through that website. And then the other was the people couldn't find? really find how much it costs. So like, are they all Royal Caribbean cruise plants to help advertise? Cause the cruise yeah. world is, has fallen apart over the last 10 years because of well, PR and social in media. The last two years because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. yeah. And the only press I'm seeing about cruises on TikTok ain't good press. Yeah. So are they all plants? Here's my other thing. It's like, okay, you have this many people on a ship. Even if you just go to the 700 people who are there for the full nine months. Yeah. Background checks. Do we make sure that no one's... A serial killer? Well, not just a serial killer, but that nobody has a record. That nobody has, you know, like a violent record or a history of sexual assault. Yeah. Or, you know, like that was my first thought too when it came to them being mm-hmm. on there for nine months yeah. with these people. And it, yeah. So friendships are already being made, alliances are being drawn. I'm here for the next eight months Tune to in. be a part of it all. Um, I will be your connection cruise to the your, seas. Cruise, your cruise captain uh, on the podcast. I will, you know, maybe every few weeks. Yeah, I'll do a cruise update, update on what's going on. I'm going to need to deep dive, I think, a little bit. It's, and It's so interesting. Get into it. <laughs> I highly recommend following Brandy and Angie, especially because Brandy does really fun travel content. Mm. So she's doing a lot of like she went to Rihanna's um, home or oh, the neighborhood at home. Oh, cute. Uh, in Barbados. Yeah. She's, like, she's like, I'm trying not to do a bunch of touristy things, but 
I'm in the home of Riri. I'm gonna go to. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go to her childhood. There's home. some things you just yeah, have you know? to do. Yeah, exactly. Did you see the thing about Beyonce's childhood home? No. Uh, there was a major house fire in it, and the family who lives there now was like all inside. They're fine. That's terrifying. But yeah, uh, like on Christmas Eve, I think. Oh no, no. that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. But it's not Beyonce's family. <gasps> no. Okay. It's just the family that lives in her childhood home. But word. Crazy though. Well, can't imagine. <laughs> no, I Speaking cannot. Speaking of traveling, <laughs> yeah, I we can transition to our pin combo of the day, which is around travel. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us have very distinctly different travel backgrounds and experiences, but it's kind of always been an inherent part of our lives. Yeah, in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to. I'll pull up our questions about the topic. Okay traveling yeah i want to hear about how travel has shaped you personally and your past travel experiences and how they were how they informed you and how you look at the world because my travel experiences personally opened up my world so so much Mm -hmm. because i started traveling at a young age as a missionary (laughs) hey oh by myself at 13 yeah um well, you were with a team, not just without family. I was with a team of people, but it was very corporate-esque mm-hmm. and it was a professional missionary company. Yeah. So it was not this like little church situation mm-hmm. or a church plant. Mm-hmm. I know I knew no one mm-hmm. except for the girl that went with me who was from my home church and then she, we got split up. As soon as we got to Texas, because oh we had gosh. to go to Texas for training. Yeah. And we got split up into different halves of the camp. And that meant from the get go, we weren't going to be on the same team and we would barely see each other. I saw her on our travel day from Texas to Panama. And I saw her on our day off two weeks later in Panama City. And then when we went home. So I was with a group of people at 13. I had just turned 13 that I'd never met before. Mm-hmm. And my parents said, yeah, let's do that. Let's let her do that. It was the summer between eighth grade and freshman year, right? I think so. Because I remember your going away party also being your graduation party. And it oh, was at Fun yeah, Rockers. That's right. I blacked that out. I deeply remember that. I blacked out. And I ordered, they know. (laughs) I did order the mushroom burger. Oh. I loved a Blue Moon burger from Fred Ruckers. Anyways, um, yeah, I went to Panama. I had done one other missions trip before that that was a church function kind of thing to um, the Navajo reservations in northern Arizona to help with like building a house or doing work projects, that kind of thing. but then I went to Panama for almost a month and yeah. A month? Yeah. And wow. I fundraised to get there and we went to these really weird hotels the entire time. The places that we were staying were so strange. My leader who I bunked with had a, went into anaphylactic shock at the middle of the trip and I saved her with a banana. Because I remember her telling me at the very beginning of the trip, if something like this ever starts to happen, make sure I have bananas near me. And I was like, why are we telling a 13-year-old that information? (laughs) But also, what is a banana going to do if you're suffocating? I don't know, but it helped. Was it anaphylactic shock? 
it was something. Or like low blood sugar or something? Potentially, but she started like writhing. Convulsing. Like convulsing. Oh. Anyways. Uh, so how did that shape you? Yeah. It was very strange because I remember being one of the only younger people on this trip. And that informed it a lot. Yeah. That I was surrounded by adults and older teenagers. And I was preaching the Lord to the Lord. And we did this weird play. The Lord to the Lord. The Lord to the Lord. I was preaching the Lord to the people. <laughs> we did this weird play about salvation mm. and sin. Mm. And then we would save people. Skin. I remember the food being delicious. Though. Oh. And we ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. But I had my first empanada on that trip. Ooh. So I think the travel bug bit me there. Yeah. But... I knew that I didn't want the next form of my travel life to be missions or Jesus related. Yeah. Because I knew that that was in, that was affecting my experience a lot. Mm. Um, the best part of that trip was our day off. Cause we got to go into the under, not the underground, but Panama city has this incredible shopping area downtown mm. that is from I don't know, the early 1900s and has never really changed. And it's a marketplace situation Mm -hmm. and you got to barter. And that was when I thought to myself, this is what I want to experience when traveling, Mm -hmm. like getting to meet new people and be in someone else's culture and respect that culture, not Mm -hmm. shove my culture on other people Mm -hmm. while I travel. That felt yucky. Yeah. Um, We've talked a little bit about your younger missions life yeah um and traveling to russia and that kind of stuff yeah which we went with a company too oh interesting but like it was all of our church yeah we had like partnered with them and we had like a few like random people that joined us interesting um yeah we went to russia when i was seven i remember us um fundraising for it too we would Go to Krispy Kreme and buy like a ton of um, dozens of donuts and yeah. like sell them to <laughs> on an upcharge people. Yeah, for raising money. And I remember we had um, a chart that we would color in with the yeah, yeah. as we raised the money for the thermometer. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we had to pay for all five of us yeah. to oh go. My gosh, that's crazy. So we went when I was seven, and we were there for like two weeks, I think, mm-hmm. and. We ran a camp mm-hmm. and all these orphanages would come and stay for the two weeks and huh. we would. It's also like Russia in the early 2000s. Yeah. What was what that a trick? Like? Yeah. Barely remember I don't know. it. I just yeah. remember being around a lot of the kids. Yeah. We all, and they, we met up with a group in Russia that would help us put on the camp. And mm-hmm. so they had a bunch of translators for us. So we all mm-hmm. had people around us to help translate all Mm. the time and Mm. we would stay for one we'd go one week and then the saturday between the two weeks or whatever day it Mm. was we all left the camp for like an excursion day but all the kids stayed at the camp Mm. oh we left (laughs) and then to go into moscow so we Uh, could go to the russian circus where where we my, that my picture was, was yes, taken. Yes, yes. We should definitely post that picture sometime yes. soon. Um, yeah. Where we did that and would go shopping and yeah. go around to all the things, but and then go back for another week. Mm. But 
it was just a time and a half. I don't, I wish I remembered more. Yeah. I was seven years old. Yeah, so yeah. what do you expect? But I do have pictures and mm-hmm. I remember like videos that I've seen mm-hmm. of while we were yeah. there. Um, I do remember also because in Russia, you're not supposed to drink the water. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're only supposed to do bottled water. And for some reason, I was by myself with some of the kids. Like yeah. I went back to their dorm oh. and was like hanging out with them. <laughs> with the Russian orphans. They oh. don't speak English. I don't speak Russian, but we're just having a great time. Kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. The you universal language. language. Yeah. I like that. And yeah. yeah. Sure. And um, we, I don't. I don't know what we were doing, but we're just sitting on their beds, just mm-hmm. hanging out. And they offered me water. Yeah. And I was like, I know I'm not supposed to drink this, but I don't know how to tell you I can't drink your water. Yeah. Oh. I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> Trust. But yeah, we also took a lot of peanut butter with us. Mm. Yeah. Because... American peanut butter is very different than peanut butter in anywhere else. And what seven year old wants to eat borscht? Like, no, yeah, not I. No, we had some questionable food, but actually, there were some pancakes that we had one time there that were like stuffed, and I don't know what was in them, but they were delicious. And I will dream about those pancakes until the day I die. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. yeah, it was just fun, and we got to play a lot of games and yeah. hang out with the kids. And we have—I have a picture. It's buried in a um, keepsake box, but we would take pictures, like Polaroids of the. We would call them family groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because there were like a few adults from the missionary group par- partnered with one of mm-hmm. the orphanages, and so we would just hang out with them, tell them the gospel, be friends. Yeah. Get to know them, love on them and stuff and yeah. do fun like campy type activities, activities with like a uh, talent show. One year, maybe both years were Olympic themed oh. for some reason. At least one of the years was. So we would have a whole opening ceremony and <laughs> parade and flags. <laughs> Touchy with the Russian history in the Olympics. But <laughs> I, this is pre the brand. <laughs> I was going to say, I think this was before. But yeah, it was just fun to be That's around cool. other cultures. And yeah. I feel like, although I don't remember a lot of the time there, like mm-hmm. it opened my eyes to feel like there's more than just. It's a big world. What's right here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My American And I want to see it. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So I was very fortunate to get to go, mm-hmm. but I would like to go again. Again. To Russia? I don't know. Maybe. I feel like you've done it enough. Yeah. There's other places. I've seen the highlights. I have a picture in front <laughs> and of right the- And right now? Uh, probably In Red Square in mm-hmm. front of the- <clears throat> Thingamajig? Church that's yeah. there. The yeah. famous one. Yeah. But the- with the like Hershey kisses on uh-huh. top. The Yep, we all know what we're talking yeah. about. Insert. Yeah. Insert oh. my family photo, not family photo of <laughs> us standing in front of <laughs> that church. Church. My first time out of the country was going to Germany when I was sixteen. Yeah. Cause I took German in high school, which was yeah, a choice. Um but Yeah, we've talked I, about that a little bit. We did. Yeah. yeah. But I loved yeah, I loved Europe. Um I with Germany, like enough people speak English, so yeah, that's it nice. was yeah. super difficult. And I knew enough German to like kind of get around. You know, yeah. I could ask for a bathroom and water and the important things. The essentials. Essentials. Water, 
lodging. <laughs> yes, yeah. The the important the important things. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I also was not with my family at all. Um, right. I was just with people from school. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. It's definitely I I journaled like a little bit of that experience, but not a lot. Um, it's definitely very well documented on Facebook. Oh, in the Facebook archives. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some gonna have to go really digging. interesting photos of me oh. uh, at Neuschwanstein, which is the castle that the like Disney castle is based off of, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, there's there's some interesting ones. Yeah, it's Sleeping Beauty's castle, right? Um, mm, no, it's the Cinderella? castle. It's is it Cinderella's castle? All I know for sure is that there is a mural inside of the castle that you're literally not you cannot take photos inside the castle. You're only allowed to take photos of the outside. But there's a mural inside that Walt Disney saw, and it's the forest that they used for Bambi. It's oh. what they ended up basing the forest and Bambi off of. Mm-hmm. Slash also Snow White. But that yeah. checks out with the yeah. you know, the anti Semitism yeah. background <laughs> of Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney. That that okay. Got it. Uh, yeah. I'm there. Anyways. Um no, I love Germany. And then after that, my next few times out of the country were for missions missions yeah <laughs> although so i we also talked a little bit about my traveling with mission stuff and the stuff i did in 2016 when i was in the caribbean for those six months um i really also never refer to it as mission work i usually refer to it as i was on a uh backpacking uh cultural immersion program mm. Because that's really what it was. Yeah. We stayed with families in the three different countries we went to. We went to uh, Jamaica and then Belize and then Costa Rica. And in each place we stayed with a host family and just did daily life with them. So there really were very few aspects of time where we were doing like, quote unquote, ministry things. Mm -hmm. Um, The only real ministry projects we ever did was stuff that those communities were already doing themselves. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of stuck us where they needed us. Yeah. more volunteer work than anything yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't us being like, we're here to change you. It was yeah. more like, we're here to share cultures, to learn, to, and I mean, I met some of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. You know, I still like I'm Facebook friends with a lot of my host families, um, but also my teammates who I was on the six months with, like I've traveled for their weddings. Yeah. I, you know, we, we talk weekly we we see each other you know we try to see each other like once a year once every other year um Mm -hmm. and yeah so yeah i think that's what i was i was a little jealous that you Mm -hmm. got to wait until you were older to be able to do trips like Mm -hmm. that because the panama one i don't i couldn't tell you any of the names of the people that i spent a month with Mm -hmm. yeah and they were people that shaped my young adolescence and childhood with a trip like that yeah and couldn't i couldn't even tell you how to start to find those people Mm because i would love to see where a bunch of them were a bunch of them were in their early 20s and just starting out into their adulthood Mm -hmm. i would love to see what happened to them yeah and hear more of their stories because the the, uh leader that went into anaphylactic shock i she was one of the sweetest yeah she was good (laughs) are you good but also she was one of the sweetest people that 
She's one of the first women who I saw in a religious aspect mm-hmm. who was still very much herself mm, and yeah. down to earth and goofy and quirky instead of having to be the button up Christian missionary that mm-hmm. I thought everyone else was playing that role. And she showed me that Christians don't have to be that we can mm-hmm. be ourselves and not have to be so churchy. Yeah. Um, would love to know where she's at. Yeah. But couldn't tell you. <laughs> That's how I feel about the, I remember more of year two than I do of year the one. First. Mm-hmm. I was a year older. So yeah. eight. Um, but and the picture I have is from year two with the kids. Yeah. And I wish there was any way, shape or form I could oh. somehow connect. Cause yeah. in the picture there's a boy and I don't remember what his name is, but he was like the sweetest boy to me. Yes. And I think I had a crush on him at the time, but he like had his arm around me and was yeah. like, we're going to be best friends. Yeah. So cute. I'll never get to talk to him ever again. Yeah. Yeah. There were also kids during that trip that I were just pressed upon my heart and I would love to know where they're at, but there was no form of, no, no, we'll get your email and see. No, it was 2000 and what to like, yeah, (laughs) seven social media was not a thing. There was no way to connect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also had a traumatic leader injury <laughs> what? when I was, oh, yeah, do you not know the story? Um, so my leader, uh, first of all, we had two traumatic things happens with our leadership. First of all, the night before we were supposed to leave, uh, so we also went to the Navajo reservation mm. in, uh, but the New Mexico part to do mm. training for two weeks, uh, at the, at the beginning of our time. Mm-hmm. And, the night before we were going to be put on a plane to Jamaica, our leaders quit. <laughs> um, so less than 24 hours before we were supposed to leave the country, oh, our leaders, no. for a very good reason, um, they had found out that the wife is so is a husband and wife. The wife found out that she was pregnant. They had been trying for a long time. It was this whole thing. They had just led a team right before ours. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this was during hi- the height of Zika because this is 2016. Yeah. So this yeah. is the height of Zika and her doctor was like, under no circumstances should you be going back into that area. Yeah. You, especially like not in Jamaica, Costa Rica, like any of that Caribbean area. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you are one pregnant and so at risk of getting Zika, like that is not a good idea. Yeah. Where did that go? Why? Yeah. How are the Zika babies? I forgot about the Zika babies. How? I forgot that was a thing. That was a huge thing. Yeah. It was a really big thing. And then, where are they? Are they okay? Are they good? You, you good? good? <laughs> Jesus. Who um, knows? Who knows? Um, okay, so, so that, that happened. happened. So you that need happened, to... and then we got sent to... So this is the other thing. I will never name the organization we went with because um, I do believe that one day they will be under major lawsuits uh, mm-hmm. because of some of the other things that happened to my team and people on other teams after my trip. Yeah. Bad, not great things happen. Spicy. <laughs> a, little, a little spicy, a little crazy. Um, anyways, so that happened. They then sent us to Jamaica um, with the name and phone number of the pastor who was supposed to be picking us up from the airport. No idea what he looked like. No picture of him. No, n- nothing. Also, we land in Jamaica and none of our phones work. Well, yeah, you're in an international area. And my my international thing wouldn't kick in oh, because oh I had no. Sprint at the time. And so I had free international. Yeah. But it wasn't turning on. And <laughs> so my phone's not working. We're. Oh, and we couldn't. <laughs> we almost got detained in the Jamaican airport because 
we had to lie and say that we weren't there for mission stuff that we were there as tourists. But then it looked weird because it's like, why are you tourists who are here for two months? Yeah. Staying up in the mountains, nowhere near the tourist areas of Jamaica. So that was a whole As this thing. ragtag bunch of random people together. Yes, that all don't in our twenties. That don't look like they know each other because yeah. guess what? They don't really we know don't. each other. We've known each other for two weeks. Yeah. Um we're also all getting sick. We had had a major fight in the Newark airport <laughs> because we were all tired, tired, exhausted, sleep deprived, and getting sick. Oh no. And then we had a insane layover in Newark. It was awful. Anyways, so we get to Jamaica. Finally find a, a nice Jamaican um, security guard yeah. at the airport to let me use his cell phone so that I could call the pastor and like figure out where we were supposed to meet him wow. and get picked up. Um, they finally sent us a new leader like two weeks later. So then we were just in Jamaica for our first two weeks with no leader. Like, just like, we're just here. Figure it out, basically. Um, and then we got a leader. And when we were in Belize, so in the next country, she we were riding down a road to go to our Wi-Fi day. Yeah. She fell out the back of the truck and cracked her head open. I think I remember hearing Because about we hit that. a rock. So, so scary. So then we had to rush her. To, like, we're holding her head, which is her, sorry, so many things, gushing blood. Um, because it is cracked open. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we had to rush her to the to this like dinky nunnery hospital. In, all for the plot. In Belize, all for the plot. The book I'll write one day. Yeah, um, the, I have a journal of that whole six months because it's the only time in my life I've ever committed to journaling, and so I journaled a paragraph for every single day of the entire six months, and that week. <laughs> it's just this hot mess. Oh my because, god! Yeah, she it's like to, blood she splatter to, on the pages. Yeah. She had to get stitches. Yeah, yeah like her. So, oh, and then me and my teammate Brenna, who's one of my closest friends now, like I love her to death. The, we trauma bonded in Belize yeah. because we were put in a host home that was like a two mile walk from the all of the rest of our teammates. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know what I'm more concerned with that all of this happened on the same trip or that after the first, second and third red flag of this trip, Halsey wasn't like, I think I should go go home. home. I I should go home. I would get to Wi-Fi day and just be like. So just look at plane tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, they've been out of there. We had bonded so much in the traumatic things that kept happening because there's so much more that like some of them I just legally cannot get into <laughs> yet. Uh, yet. Um, just so many things happened. And we now, every time we're all together, like on a video chat, we're like, are remember, we okay? Yeah. <laughs> remember that, that one time? <laughs> remember that one time we held our leader's bleeding head after she got bucked out of a truck <laughs> in the, so another country. Scary. Yeah. Do bad things happen when you guys are together? No. Okay. To good Not people. usually. Because you know, there are those groups of people where karmically yeah. this yeah. just shouldn't be a thing. We should not be a thing anymore. Do because I bad things keep do happening? Dumb things when I'm with these people? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Uh the first time I went to go visit uh Brenna, because at the time she was still living in Pittsburgh. Um this was we had been home for almost two years. Mm-hmm. And I went to go visit her in it was just after Christmas, so there was still snow. Yeah. 
and it was freezing uh and she's from pittsburgh and so she wanted to you know show me her city yeah she took me to this great bar which was they had like half of it was a country bar Mm -hmm. and then the front half was a 90s throwback bar Mm. and then the back was a karaoke bar Mm. and so it was just like this great spot yeah but she decided it was a good idea to tell people that it was my first time in pittsburgh Uh uh-oh uh-oh i have never drank (laughs) so much in my entire life we get into the uber First of all, this is the one and only time I've ever thrown up from alcohol. Uh, In Uh, the Uber? No, not in the Uber. I managed to wait until I got back to her apartment. Do her two-story walk-up that she lived in with (laughs) two roommates. And they had one bathroom. No. I would rather die. I would rather die. (laughs) Yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, But I'm like sitting in the Uber just like. Don't focusing on the seat in the front of me going don't throw up don't throw up don't throw up and there man it was that final shot of fireball that just (laughs) it's always the last shot of fireball you know jack and coke for me yeah but all those trips put a bug in me um yeah and i've always like i've always loved mom started working for the airline when i was eight yeah uh, or almost eight and so i had the privilege of getting to go out of state and see places and meet people and more frequently more way more frequently than i ever would have been able to if she didn't have that job Mm. and um i just as as much as i you know love my fellow american um we do you know most sometimes um i love other cultures so much and yeah their food and people people and ways and government (laughs) Oh, it was healthcare. Healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I've had yeah. so many, like, just really, like, even like we talked about on the previous episode of me going to the next door neighbor. Like, yeah. The, the experiences I've had in travel are what fuel me to still do those things in my daily life. Of, yeah. Like, talking to the random cashier or, ta- you know, yeah. Yeah. Making, I've made a lot of really random friends at concerts who now, mm-hmm. you know, are people I hang out with. Mm-hmm. Um, it fueled a confidence in me, especially solo traveling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it fueled a confidence in me that I never would have had, I think, beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do you have any horror travel stories that shaped you? Um, I don't know if they shaped me, but I got some stories. Tell me some stories. Um, my, I'll do the, this one because it's related to our Russia trip. It was our second trip there. And I we had a layover, I think, in Washington, DC. I don't know exactly where we were, but we had a layover before the final trek. Yeah. And um we were with a large group of people and a random one of the 16-year-old boys on the trip didn't realize that he needed to get all of his boarding passes at the beginning of the day. Oh jeez. So we're trying to get him on this flight. Yeah. And my dad's like, I can't leave a 16 year old boy by himself to get on the flight mm-hmm. for tomorrow to get to Russia. So what are we going to do? Question. Sorry. This is just post 9-11, isn't it? Right. If you're eight. Oh, 
Yes. Yeah. 2002. Oh, okay. wow. So, yeah. So that's so even we more. We can't leave. Like, you cannot go anywhere. This is like every airport is on. Yeah. Lockdown. So, yeah. We're. Yeah. You can't. Oh, whatever. So we're trying to finesse who's going to stay with him. Is mm-hmm. someone from our trip going to give up their seat? So like there was another couple that was like, we'll both stay back. He can go. Someone on the wait list can go and we'll just mm-hmm. get on tomorrow. Yeah. Because they're adults, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. And they're like my older than my parents. Okay. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, so, yeah. but my dad was in charge of the whole, he was leading the trip. He was yeah. the pastor of the church. So he was Whoa. in charge. Um, And so he's like, just get on the plane. We're going to figure it out. For some reason, I wasn't sitting with my family. What? We were all yeah, separated. That's a thing that happens. My parents, I think, were supposed to sit with each other. I remember not being with them. Hate that. So terrifying. Eight years old. Yeah. So, but I had also flown a lot at that point. So I was very comfortable on a plane and we take off. And then once we're finally able to roam around the cabin, I I remember walking up to my mom. Who's this stranger sitting next to you, mom? Like, where's dad? (laughs) Oh, he's there. He's back. No, he stayed back. No. Yeah. So we all. Went, ate that, got, had to get picked up from the air, like did our normal, let's get picked up, go to the camp, get set up, get ready for everyone to get there. Dad and this boy will join you tomorrow. Wow. So we had to, my mom was like, if it was year one, no, all of us would have gotten off the plane. Yeah. Yeah. But because we had been before, we knew where we were going. We knew who we were meeting up with at this point. So it was a little bit more comfortable, but still so scary. What a wild. I'm like, um, is my dad supposed to be on this flight? Hello? I killed that boy. <laughs> yeah. So we lessons were learned. And wow. uh, yeah. So that was one horror yeah, story. Because if it was in 2002. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. There's no. Yeah. There's no leeway. There's and no that means year one was during 2001. I'm pretty sure. Now I need. Yeah. Now I feel like I need to do the math. 93. Regardless. 94. Yeah. 2000. 2001. So, no, actually, I think 9-11 hadn't happened yet okay. because we went in the summer. Oh, okay. It happened right after. God. That's crazy. <laughs> so, I think. Yeah. If my math is right, I might be wrong, but. Yeah. Whatever. I'll believe you. Yeah. 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 I'll say it confidently, so. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this time. I'm trying to think if I have horror stories. I don't really think I have horror stories. Mm. I just have just unfortunate circumstances. <laughs> I did sleep on a McDonald's bathroom in oh. New York City with my on best New friends. Year's Eve. That's a choice. On New Year's Eve. Well, well, did you know this? If you don't have a plan of where you're staying in New York on New Year's Eve, you are sunk out of luck. Did well, not. There ain't nothing. No. Mm-mm. Nothing stays open. No Starbucks. No nothing. Nothing Everything public. All the doors closed. All the doors locked. All the bathrooms locked. Except so, for McDonald's. Oh, no. One McDonald's. In Times Square. (laughs) Heather and Rachel and I, spontaneously, before any of us got married, went to New York City for New Year's. I don't remember which year. You're around my age. 2016, 2017. And we went for 24 hours. Yeah. So we were trying to get 
on any flight to the East Coast, New York was the one that we wanted the most, yeah. but we were flying standby with my mom or on my mom's benefits. Yeah. So we kind of just had to go wherever the wind took us. Yeah. So we got ready, got dressed in all these different kinds of ways to help make sure we had enough clothing <laughs> yeah. and um, just stood at the airport for a couple hours until we could get on sta- enough standby tickets to get New all three Year's of morning. us. New Year's Eve morning. New Year's Ugh. Eve morning. Flew all day, made it to New Hell, York. Not my idea of a good time. No. And um, it was cold. It was pretty cold. Mm-hmm. Made it to New York. We got to Grand Central Station and we got into Shake Shack, got a burger. Now, Heather at the time was an emergency room nurse and she had worked the day before <gasps> mm-hmm. overnight. So she hadn't gone to sleep yet. Oh, yeah, no. no. She also at that point had a pretty significant flight fear. And didn't love flying, so she couldn't get herself comfortable on a plane yeah. all the way to New York. So mm. she didn't sleep on the plane, really. Just a long flight to not be able to sleep. Yeah. Long From flight. Phoenix to New York, that's a long day. Then we Four walked. Four plus hours? Well, like five. Five. Yeah. five. Walked around New York for a couple hours after we ate. Um, went to Rockefeller Center, took pictures by the ice rink, and just like went to go see the sights around the city for mm. the night. Yeah. Thinking we would eventually end up near Times Square for the ball drop. No, we're not. If you want to go to Times Square for the ball drop, you have to get there that morning and yes. stay all day. People like wear diapers. Yes, because there's place. no bathrooms. What? Yes. yes. If you want to be at the front the for the ball drop, you have to stay there in diapers for the majority of the day, unless yeah. you have a buddy that will help come and get you out and save your space. At least you know that your new year is going to be better than how your year ended. Yes. We did have a blast for the actual ball drop. They do these little um, satellite ball drops around Manhattan. So mm-hmm. with big um, projection screens so that you can see everything and oh. see the, the concert. Yeah. We met these hilarious British guys. We have this random picture with three British guys that we all thought we would fall in love with. The and dream. it was hilarious. Then the ball the drops. Yeah. Totally. The ball drops. We're like, yay, this is so fun. Now what? Now what? (laughs) Because our flight wasn't until the next morning, right? On New Year's Day around 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. So it's midnight and now Uh, we have no plan. Heather is now over 24 hours of not having slept. It's cold AF. We're in coats and we're bundled up, but it's brutal. And now we're hungry because we've only had Shake Shack for the last 12 hours. Oh, my God. We walked for hours just trying to find a place that had enough room to just sit. We randomly found the only McDonald's in all of Manhattan that was open. It was a two-story McDonald's. And Everyone and their mother was in that McDonald's. We, the line was out the door. Yeah. We stood in line for French fries and Diet Cokes. And then I snuck upstairs because I'm like, there has to be something upstairs. Mm -hmm. Get upstairs. There is nothing except for one little square of floor by the uh, balcony to overlook downstairs into the bottom part of the McDonald's. Heather, Rachel and I sat on that floor and Heather slept on the floor. Floor of a McDonald's oh, on New Year's so Day. Sorry, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> She's a trooper. I have a picture somewhere of that moment and of mm. that night. And man, it was good stuff. But one of them. But we did that all to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. That was very self-inflicted. Very mm-hmm. self-inflicted. But it was oh, good times. How early how early 20s of you? Yeah. yeah. And then we got home and Rachel or Heather met Nate 
that year, got married the next year. Heather met John the year after that, got married the next year. And then I met James the year and a half after that. Wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But what, I mean, crazy story. Good story. Thanks. But what a fun way to, like, we're still all single. We're going to do this fun thing. And then you guys all found. Our peeps. Your people right after. Like dominoes. I love it. Bam, bam, bam. Um, what are we doing? Because I think I I'm trying to think. I think I have one other pretty decent horror story. I do. Horror story. I do too. Okay. Oh, tell me. I love travel you tell horror yours, stories. I'll try to think. Okay. Um, I was maybe twelve. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly, but my aunt and I would go on. She was a school teacher at the time, mm-hmm. and we would always go on a summer vacation trip together. Yeah. Like every other year or mm-hmm. something like that. She did not make great money as a school teacher, but she would take me on these fun trips. Mm -hmm. And my cousin was graduating from medical school in California. So we decided we were going to road trip out to California for graduation. And then I think come here maybe to stay with my grandparents for a few days Mm -hmm. and then go home. And so we summer school has ended. I go to her house. We get ready to go. We're going to drive through the night to get to California in time for the graduation and then have like have a day to get ready, whatever. Yeah. So we're driving to California. I don't remember the exact route, but we're going through this stretch of like 150 miles or something with no services, no gas stations, no cell phone service, oh no God. scary, nothing. Oh, no. Middle of the night, her car breaks down. No. In the middle of this stretch. Nowhere. Nope. <clears throat> so we pull over. <laughs> and she tells the story all the time. So I, it's very familiar in my head. But yeah. um, I look over at her and I'm like, so what are we going to do? <laughs> she's like, I have no idea. We're two women. I mean, I'm a child. Yeah. And she's like, do we get out? Like, do we whatever? So she stands out of the car for a little bit. Just whenever someone would come by mm-hmm. to try to wave them down. No one's stopping for us. No. So we're like, okay, let's wait till the sun comes up. Cause <gasps> it's like 11 or 12 at this point. So we're going to sleep in the car. We're going to just, and I remember at this time in my life, watching a lot of the like 48 hour mystery. <laughs> So this is where I die. Got it. Great. Yeah, I'm awesome. I'm convinced mm-hmm. this is how it starts off. Yeah. So like we're going to die. Yeah. The horror movie begins right, right here. Yes. So finally the sun comes up. I think I stood out for a little bit too to like try to wave someone down. No one will stop You're for 12? a child. Yeah. <laughs> so we finally, someone stops and they're like, hey, oh, we're so sorry. We can, we only have one seat in the car though. One no. of you can come with us no. and whatever. No. My aunt's like, we're going to stay together. Hard pass. Yep. So can you please just call a tow truck when you get service? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we'll call you a tow truck. Okay, thank you. So then we we have to wait for them to get out mm-hmm. enough to get service and then for a tow truck to get in. To- right. So And hope that they do this. Yeah. We have no guarantee. So we're sitting there and an hour has gone by and we're like, oh well, my gosh. Maybe we need to start trying to Walking. get. Not walking, but like try to flag someone else down at this point because it's been an hour and a half, two hours now. So we get out, we're trying, or she gets out, I don't remember who, but we're trying to flag down another car and another truck finally stops for us. And then as we're talking to them, we see a tow truck go the other, is on the other side of the. Yeah. And you can't turn, like Mm. the road's not connected. Right. There's something in the middle of the road. Yeah. 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 
like a large median. Yeah. And so we see this tow truck going down. We're like, we're hoping that's for us. So we send this other car away. And it was the tow truck. Oh, but we got to the closest town and my aunt didn't have enough money to fix the piece <gasps> in the car. So my parents had given me money for the trip. Yeah. So I had to give her. Because another piece of the story was we were trying to book a hotel and she did it through like Priceline or, oh, or no. one of the sites mm-hmm. and she didn't know that it was going if it was going through. So she clicked it multiple times and it charged her card and like overdrafted her oh, account. No. So she's waiting for all these transactions, pending transactions to fall off so she doesn't have enough to pay for Poor the. No. Yeah. One oh. thing after another. So it was just bad all around. We ended up finally had to stay in this town to get the piece fixed. We made it to graduation on time, but it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. After all that. Yeah. Have you ever traveled with her since then? I think we might have done one other trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to alone together. Uh-huh. Oh, OK. Yeah. There was one year I got to. Pick you trusted the, it. <laughs> yeah. I got to pick the destination and Aww. I chose Prim, Nevada. A choice. Buffalo Bills in Prim, Nevada, because they had a roller coaster at this hotel. They had it's there's a casino like I can't stand on the floor, but I was all about it. And Buffalo Bills, Bills, um, they had a roller coaster. They had like a log river ride through the casino, through the casino. Yes. Thrilling. And the swimming pool was the shape of a buffalo. (laughs) Sold. I thought it was the Next coolest thing. Christmas. So we went, we did like, <laughs> Vegas. we did Vegas for me with me as like child Vegas, a 12 year, a 10, 13 year old, whatever, how old Amazing. I was. But yeah, I was so good. convinced. Ugh. I love it. But that was going to be the best trip. And it was. It was I just awesome. love at that age, that's the hotel that you were choosing. But like Mary Kay and Ashley wanted, what was the one that they got? The, the Bahamas? Yeah, the Bahamas. Oh. With the, yeah, Atlantis with Atlantis. the big um, mm-hmm. yeah. slide. Yeah. It's my dream. Same. I really wanted Still. to go there for our honeymoon. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jansen honey, you remember where Mary-Kate and Ashley went for their trip? <sighs> Holiday in the sun. Oh, mm-hmm. amen. The yep, and they break into the pool after hours, oh. and then they get caught. Yep. Scandalous. It was my favorite Mary Kane Ashley movie. Mm. Mine was either I loved New York Minute. Mm. That was also a good one. If we're going for older Mary Kane Ashley, mm. New York Minute. Um, if we're going for mid range. Grandmother's house we go. Well, that's young I was getting there. That's 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 <laughs> baby Mary Kane Ashley. Not baby, but little. Um, if we're going for like tween, um, a billboard dad. Mm, that was a good oh, one. Oh, I good don't one. remember Billboard Dad. It's the one where they have a single father and they put him on a billboard to try to I get I remember him a Billboard Dad. <laughs> he had a really dope house. Yeah, yes. he did. Ugh, yeah. We gotta rewatch those. We, we talked about it before. I know. Mary Kate Ashley Day. We should. Yeah. Um, I love it. And then I do remember, though, the Halloween one scared me as a kid. I did mm-hmm. not like the Halloween one. I don't think I remember that. Were there little witches? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think Can't I was allowed really to watch it. Probably not. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Trying to think about. I was trying to think of other. Oh, <laughs> so Mom and I went to Ireland. Uh, for our little just us trip. Um, just us. in 2018. Well, yeah. it was the same year she took you to Greece. 
Mm-hmm. It took Bailey degrees. Um, so mom and I went to Ireland that year and we went for 11 days. It's like a good chunk of time. Um, we started in Dublin and we stayed at this cute little, um, not really Airbnb. It was really just a B&B, but it because it was just a room, right? Yeah, it was just a room. But we also, I mean, we had breakfast. Um, it was a B&B. It just <laughs> happened to be listed on Airbnb. Got you. Okay. Um, but our host name was Maeve, which was my, is my middle name. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was cute. cute. And um, so for our first few nights, we stayed there. And it was just outside of Dublin. And um, m- mom's work friends were also in Ireland when we were. And it was her like work friend and her daughter mm-hmm. and her daughter's best friend. Aww. And we met up with them one night. We had done a, a whole tour day. So we were kind of tired. We had done a whole like uh, one of the bus tours mm-hmm. um, to uh, I can't remember. I think that was for the Cliffs of Moore day. Mm-hmm. And we had met this other mother and daughter who were also on a trip together. Mm-hmm. And got to know them. And they were super sweet. We ended up bumping into them later that night. And Fun. like um having drinks in in downtown dublin mm-hmm. and um mom's work friend they and her girls really wanted to go to temple bar which is quote unquote the oldest bar in dublin They're it's famous. not it's a tourist trap it's a tourist trap but they always have live music so that part is really fun like there's always a, a live band and it was a weekend yeah so it was there was a lot of people um we had a lot of drinks <laughs> A lot of random men were buying mom a lot of beers. And also uh, the the friend of the co-worker's daughter kept buying mom Jaeger bombs. Oh, no. And so that's a choice. Yeah. A lot of a lot of drinks. Literally every time I walked away, I came back and mom had a new drink. And mom likes to do this thing uh, where she runs away from you. When she's had a few, um, and she thinks it's hilarious. She likes to get chased. She likes to get chased. We love she the chase. chase. And um, so she's, I, I'm literally like have her by the bell loop, <laughs> and I'm like trying to hold on to her because so Uber isn't really a thing in Ireland, mm-hmm. but you can use the Uber app to get a taxi. Yeah. So I did that. Got us a taxi. Get us back to our Airbnb. Uh, my wallet falls out. Oh, that's right. Of my pocket. Oh, no. I had just recently gotten a new job, like a few months prior. So my social security card was still in that wallet. Oh, So my no. wallet's just like chilling on the street in Dublin. Um, Don't figure it out until the next morning when mom is getting sick in the bathroom. And I'm going through my bag from the night before and realizing... Oh, my wallet's gone. Panic. It's, it, it's gone. In. And so then I'm panicking. I'm trying to contact Uber to file a thing. That doesn't work because it wasn't technically through Uber. It was through this third-party taxi service. Oh, so then no. I'm trying to file a police report with the <laughs> Dublin Police Department. How exciting. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Their accents, little things to understand when you're trying to file When you're report. flustered and, and like, so yeah. flustered. And, um, and then I'm trying to like go, luckily, like this is 
2018 so i did already have like my banking app on my phone mm-hmm. and so i'm going on there freezing my cards oh my god because i had, i only had like a credit card at the time and and my debit card but yeah. still i'm like okay so then for the and we still had like 10 days of our trip yeah left. this was the beginning this was like day two i didn't realize how early into the <laughs> no, trip this was our second day i got a red flag when they ca- kept calling me that night yeah. while they while she was drinking trying yeah. to drunk dial me with her friends like in this lab bar yeah i'm like this is day two y'all you need to <laughs> chill out in dublin yeah making so the most of it we we relaxed a little in galway thank god thank god um but yeah no and then it did turn out did, nice yeah. because a nice little irishman found my wallet oh, and good. it managed he shipped it to my house yeah because he like got Saw my the address, address off of my driver's license and it was wasn't it there by the time you got home? It got there the next day. That's so like we got home and then the next day my wallet was in the mail or was like in our mailbox. Good thing your driver's license had an updated address. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine if it had been an old one? That would have sucked. Yeah. Don't ask me what address is on my driver's <laughs> license. Colorado. <laughs> no, our first apartment. Mm. I mean, I still have a license from Washington. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. lived there in a year plus. No. Yeah. My still the condo um i think we should do we want to wrap with a deja reve yeah okay because she doesn't know anything about it yeah i watched the one tiktok oh you did fill us in and what it is for those who don't know deja vu is what I, it's the thing that happens where you feel like you've been in the same, that place before, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And most, but but mine, every time I have one, I would think, I have been here, but I've been here in a dream. Mm-hmm. I've always dreamed this place. It's never the feeling that, oh, I've been here in another lifetime or yeah. something like that. It's always something from a dream. Well, I was on my FYP the other day and... This TikToker was like, yeah, you've heard of Deja Vu, but have you heard of Deja Reve? And she starts going in about this. Deja Reve is different. It's you have dreamt this and now it's happening in real life. And it is a form of time prediction and telling the future. And I freaked out because at the end of this TikTok, she goes, this is a really uncommon occurrence. This doesn't really happen to many people. And I said, so you're no, I'm special. no, Miss Felicia, this is happening to me every freaking day right now, because there are times in my life where I will have deja reves maybe once a year. Yeah. And in my brain, I'm like, OK, I'm in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. because I've been here before. And then I will have years where they happen maybe once a month, a little bit more frequently, or they don't happen at all. But since I got let go. They started happening at least once a week. And then from the Macklemore concert on, they happen almost every single day where I will have this moment that I have dreamt. And it's weird. I was talking to somebody else about this, too, about the concept, because they were like, I have those two. And when I have those dreams, I think, when what was that even about? But when yeah. the Deja Reve happens, it's like, oh. I w- that happened for a reason. I was supposed to see that for a reason. Yeah. And it all like it's almost as if the puzzle piece comes back together. So the Macklemore concert was the one that was the most intense. And then it set off this mm. 
rapid succession of Deja Reves. I don't even yeah. know if I'm saying it correctly. But we went to the Palladium Theater. I had never been there before. We walked in and the direction that Halsey was walking, I was behind her in the dream as well. But then I immediately looked up at the same exact angle that I looked up in the dream and saw the upper seating. Mm -hmm. And then I looked down at the exact same spot where from where I was standing at the stage and the people that started to walk around to my right. And then you turned around at this moment and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I have been here. This is the strangest thing. And there were more times that night where I had dreamt those things happening freaked me out yeah and now every time i have one it just can reconfirms this weird underlying astrological thing woo woo thing that's been happening since we started the podcast of not only are you in the right place at the right time but this is like karmically kismetally supposed to be happening all at this moment in time and moment in history it's so strange yeah but i can predict the future so i don't worry you guys I feel like I've had that too, though, where, yes, and I'm like, I always see them in my dream. Yeah. And it's that feeling of like, I have been in this, I've seen this before. I've gone, I've done this before. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's a feeling though. Sometimes it's like, oh, I, I know I've, I've stood right. I can feel like I've stood right here yes. and mm -hmm. felt this peace or whatever yes. it might mm -hmm. be. But it's like, even, I don't even know what I was doing, but I had the curtains open. Yeah. And like, however, this was positioned and I like stood up and I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I've stood up there a million times. So like, yes, mm -hmm. I've been there, but it feels different. Moment, it does. You're like, I know I saw this in my dream in yeah. a way that like something feels different yeah. now. And I'm like, oh, OK. The puzzle piece is in place. Yeah. It's so strange. But I'll, I'll have that where I'm someplace and I've definitely seen freaks. it before. <laughs> We're some freaks, you know? It can even... I have a lot of deja vu, but not not, not that I feel like I've dreamed it before. I just have a lot of deja vu. Like, almost on a daily basis. Yeah. So strange. But I don't know if it's because, like, I feel my my dreams... Like, my, my... I feel like my dreams are... Can be very vivid. And yes. I wake up remembering a lot of details from them. Right. So I don't know if that's why mm. maybe I think that. Maybe. I don't know. We need to do some dream decoding tonight for tarot time, though. Yeah. Also, James, I have a dream recording from James. He never dreams, but he woke up after getting sick and he has he had crazy dreams on cough medicine. Oh. And he told me a wild one that I had to record. I was like, wait, I got to put, like, put this on tape. Got to put this on tape. Yeah, I'm just scissor. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just memorized <clears throat> by dreams and what they have to tell us. I think there's so there's a lot of power in being able to interpret. So yeah. we got a dream book for tarot time, and we'll uh, we'll interpret some dreams. Yeah, we need to look through it a little bit. Too. Oh, that that just reminded me. Grandpa had a nightmare uh, like last week okay. about his about death and about hair falling out mm -hmm. that he told mom about. Mm -hmm. Not only did I have a dream about my hair falling out, it happened that night that he had that dream. Mm -hmm. It was winter solstice or something. It was something astrologically shifted. Yeah. It may have been the new moon actually. And I went to go look up what that meant. 
hair falling out in your dream is usually tied to mortality, fears of mortality, fears of aging and fear of death. So like mm. grandpa always has that on his mind. It would make sense. But then the that particular new moon was a shedding of like mortality and like mm-hmm. aging and you're becoming more mature and you're like progressing through life. Mm-hmm. And it was just so strange to me that he and I had the same dream yeah. on the same night about the same thing. But it makes sense too, because I swear his house is haunted AF. Yeah. That place needs to be saged because everyone that sleeps there has some whacked out dreams. Yeah. Yeah. It's on stolen land or something. Who knows? Our great grandfather died in our bedroom. In my bedroom, it's fine. He haunts it. Mm-hmm. He stood over me one time. Yeah. He's a poltergeist. <laughs> Note to self. Don't, don't sleep, sleep at grandpa's. Spend the night. No, don't, don't sleep at grandpa's. On that note, <laughs> hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for traveling us yeah. through this. Yeah, through our horror stories and dreams. Yeah. Um, missionary past. Yeah, some, missionaries past. Yeah. It was a great episode 15. We're feeling fresh in the new year, even though we're talking to you from the past. Mm. We're ready. It's almost here. Yeah. Yep. We're ready for the new, new. I, I was telling Jansen, I was like, after Christmas, I consider it to be yeah. 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he, speaking of travel, he needs to update his passport. And so I was like, that's something we need to do. And he's like, that's my January goal. I'm going to get my passport renewed. Ooh. And I was like, oh, you're going to do that this year? And he goes, next year. I was like, no, no. It's 2024 in my head now. So we're yeah. ready. Yeah. So we're going to get a new passport for Ooh, him. I love that. Yeah. I then I should make my January goal getting my license done and my name changed. You still haven't changed your name? <laughs> nope. I changed my name so fast. You did? Uh-huh. See, Probably within the first month or two of being married, my name was changed. I have this weird new phobia of like DMV related things. I just the bureaucracy and having to like sit there and have the right things at the right time and then maybe not have the right things at the right time and then be embarrassed. I just don't want to do it. It's not that hard. It's really not. There's but also California. Is it more difficult there? Well, I have to take the driver's test mm. oh, to get do? a new license. Yeah. James failed it. Oh, no. Calling you out. Mm-hmm. He failed it the first time. It's a written test. Mm. So that's why he doesn't have his license either. So it's not just changing my name. It's getting the new license and taking the driving test again Mm. and having to do that all in the right order to be able to get the right things. Oh, it just sounds like a lot of work. I don't want to do it. Yeah. You can do it, kid. I I found a website when I was changing my name and it told me like I had a checklist for all the different places I had to do and like all the different forms I had to fill out. It was super easy. Wow. That's why I did it. Maybe it's California. Maybe. They have a lot so, of issues. And then I have to get a new passport after that. See? Yeah. And then I just keep putting it off. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Someday. January. End of January. It's my new goal. Yeah. Hey, I think that's it. Yeah. So thanks for hanging out with us. Please subscribe, rate, review, comment, share, Pretty hang great. out with us, and then pay $5 a month on Patreon. Like. Comment, subscribe, like, comment, subscribe. Um, and we'll just we'll see you on the next one. Sister by contract. Her name is Kelly. And I love her. Sister by blood. Her name is 
and I love her. And I'm Bailey. You've been listening to Blood and Contracts. Oh. Love, love you. Bye. He's like, please stop. That's his back leg. Oh. <laughs> bye. He's like, Mom, I was snoozing so Should hard. Should we get a Heidi shot? Oh. Heidi.